Okay, well, welcome to Stats Cast on uh, Friday, September 10th. It is uh, 9.06 a.m. And uh, Rooney and I just setting off on an extremely pleasant blue skied morning. Wow. Good morning, Rob. How are you? Good, Very good, thanks. Yeah, yeah, I had a great time. I did uh, three days walking the Camino, you know, up in northern Spain. 25 kilometers a day. Oh. You know, great. I need to step up, otherwise, you're going to beat me. <laughs> <laughs> but you know why I had to stop? Very embarrassing. Because yeah. you sleep. Everybody who does this walk, they're called pilgrims, you know, they're going the 800 kilometer journey. And uh, no, so they're all going for like for five, six weeks. But everybody sleeps in a dormitory in bunks, and I snore. <laughs> so, so what they do? They poke you. Yeah, <laughs> I'm yeah. just getting hit with pillows and things. <laughs> so after three days of not really sleeping, you know, I said, well, "Okay, I'll stop." <laughs> but it was—you don't have to stay in dormitories. I'm going to go with uh, Christina, and we're going to—you can—they they have bed—they have, bed, they have bedrooms and hotels yeah. and things. You can—you can do it that way. Yeah. So we'll do it so that she way. Poke you then. Well, actually, I sleep in the spare room usually. Is <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that bad? Yeah, it's quite. I don't know. I don't hear it, but um, yeah. But when I woke up on the Camino, I wasn't the only one snoring. Yeah. You know. I did once in an uh, old military track. It's called the uh, Old Route. It's yeah. From, uh, it's over the glaciers in uh, oh. France and, uh, and uh, Switzerland. It's 100 kilometers. On skis and or skis, yeah, yeah. And oh god! And uh, there were guys snoring, man, like hell. And everybody ran straight away. <laughs> I was one of those. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah it's bad. I didn't. Well, everybody uh, asks. I mean, when you get a cold or when you're really tired or yeah. But uh, yeah, you know, you get so tired because the first day we walked 25 kilometers, and 20 of the 25 kilometers up steep. Yeah all day like eight hours up a steep hill you know going yeah. up and up and up and then you come down a little bit and then you sleep in this converted uh, monastery you know and all the beds like factory they got sleeping bags or they got they sleeping, got, sleeping bags yeah, yeah. well actually they do have these kind of like throwaway yeah. sheets but you put your sleeping bag on top yeah. and uh, it's like a factory you know you've got they're only allowed to go half capacity because of covid yeah. so i was in this dormitory with 100 beds in it was it 50, yeah, 50 other people. <laughs> yeah. I kept waking up and thinking, oh my God, am I keeping 50 people awake? No. <laughs> you know? I, I, I'm sure out of those 50, there's another 10 that snore. Yeah, there were. I mean, I, I kept waking up and I could hear, you know, somebody over there and somebody over there and somebody over there. Yeah. Yeah. But it was really good fun. I'm definitely doing it again. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah I've been practicing on Montemayor, but it's obviously on fire right now, so. Yeah. Yeah, they yeah. evacuated uh, Montreal. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. Yeah, something like 600 people have, have been, you know, taken out of their homes. Yeah. Bad. Anyway, how are you enjoying living here now? Very good. Yeah, Easy. it's it's fantastic, isn't it? Yeah. 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 When you uh, if you bring plates, are you um, fully insured or is it just uh, partially insured? For the cars? Yeah. Fully, fully insured. So with the insurance company, they don't make a difference if it's temporary plates? No, but you have to get Spanish plates of some sort. 
you know, I'm going to get the full Spanish plate. 60 days there, valid, eh? Yeah, you get 60 days. Yeah. Then you have to do the road test. I mean, the test to check the car's compliant. Yeah, I've got a company that's going to do it for me. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm, um, I've done it now, so, so they are compliant. I had to do, yeah, one or two things to change them, like... Because American cars, right? Yeah. So you had to change light bulbs or anything? Yeah. The fog light at the back had to be changed on the Jeep. Yeah. The chassis identification number has to be on the chassis. In America, it's underneath the windscreen, but you have to have it on the chassis. You had to punch one in. Well, actually, it already had it, but they just couldn't find it. So they found it. And uh, one or two little things. You've got to convert to, it's in miles. You've got to convert it to kilometers on the uh, speedometer and the... Yeah, but that's just a digital change. Thing, yeah. yeah, so um, the little things. But that's only because it's American cars, otherwise. Yeah, uh, yeah. The Mercedes was also American? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I mean, it was built in, in, in Germany, but then shipped over yeah. for the American market. Yeah, so they already have their features. Yeah. 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 So I think I should get that in the next one or two weeks. I should get the sp full Spanish plates. Yeah. yeah. yeah well, and then... The car is coming over again uh, this weekend, so then I'm going to go into a process as well. Right. Because it's, it's actually a lot cheaper here than in Holland. The road is actually killing us over there. Is, is that right? Oh, so much difference. Because yeah, you've got. Yeah, I pay 150 a year for the Mercedes. Yeah. And there I pay Rotex uh, 220 every month. Oh my god. Yeah. Wow. That's a, like an environmental style tax, is it? Yeah. Yeah, that's. that's that's a lot. And the insurance here is so much cheaper than America. Yeah. My insurance in America was like yeah, 5,000 a year. Yeah, 5,000 a year. That was for four cars. Here, it's like 400 per car. Yeah. You know, that's it. I remember I took my first employee in America and he said there was some issue about benefits. That's something I learned there and about the, will you pay the insurance? Is that the only hurdle? Should I pay your insurance? I thought it was 120 a month. <laughs> right. Shit, did I make a mistake? Yeah. <laughs> oh, health insurance is yeah. like 20,000 a year. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, health insurance, the two things that are really bad in America, health insurance and university oh, yeah. fees, you know. Is that bad as well, yeah? <sighs> That's why they're so keen on scholarships, on uh, yeah. sports and all that. Oh, oh yeah, I mean, it's, it's now got up to like 70,000 dollars a year you know it's crazy so I'm quite happy that my daughter's gone to university in England yeah. we still pay the international rate but that's only like $35,000 a year yeah. yeah yeah it's crazy anyway I better let him go for his walk but good to see you yeah yeah I said to um Christian well, let's get together for drinks yeah. and I know you've got friends we've coming got, uh, family, uh, friends coming our family uh, this week and they will they'll be here for a week because they come yeah. this weekend so once you're clear, yeah. we've, we've got some people staying, but once everybody's clear, let's get together. No All right, see you later. Okay. So you heard all that there. I'll see if I can edit that out. But, uh, I'm really just testing this new phone. Because yet again, you know, I'm having to uh, 
use a different device because I lost my last phone. Not that I was using it for podcasting. I was actually using my American phone for podcasting because the other one didn't work as well. But so I'm just really seeing if this one does work as well. But I'm hoping it does. Yeah, it's a beautiful day. And the wind is going in a westerly direction, which is good because I wouldn't normally refer to that. But it is relevant because the big fire is to the west of us. So it's blowing the smoke away. Thank goodness. So we're enjoying a you know, really beautiful day. It's, you know, not that sort of withering heat that it has been of uh, 80, no, sorry, 90 plus degrees, but it's in the 80s. And it's surprising how much more tolerable that difference in temperature is without the, without the humidity. Actually, I've just realised I'm uh, still on my intro. So, <laughs> sorry for the long intro. Let's, uh, let's move on. Code every time. I haven't quite figured out facial recognition on this phone yet, but I will. So, yeah, thanks for joining us. If I do actually <laughs> publish this episode and uh, we'll move on into the main body now. Right, well, we'll keep going. You never know, sometimes the ones that uh, you really don't think are going to be any good end up all right. We'll, we'll see. So today is Carol Fox's last day, having been here for nearly two months, I think. Um, and she's staying with us. She rented a house for, you know, like uh, six weeks. And uh, she's been staying in our place for the, for the balance, which has been really nice because it's allowed us to you know, take my to university, me to go on my Camino walk, go to the Cotswolds, and uh, not have to worry about Rooney, because Carol's been looking after him. Come on, Roones. <laughs> but he is glad to have us back. He's a funny dog, you know. That's not him. That's, that's the big Alsatian. Come on, Roone. Um, he's a funny, funny dog. Would you be quiet? My God. <laughs> We're lucky with Rooney that he doesn't bark like that. Can't really bark at all unless somebody rings the front doorbell. Um, yeah, he's a funny dog because he's got this kind of like rather soulful expression. <laughs> Which makes you wonder. You know, is he in a sort of depression, or is that just the way he looks? <laughs> hey, Ruth, this way. And Carol, whilst we're away, she's been walking him. 
and uh, oh my god another dog <laughs> she, she said that she's encountered the stubborn root which I haven't had since we've been in Spain but used to have it a few times in America when he just refuses to you know go in the direction you want him to go <laughs> he just you know flat refuses and uh, so Carol said she took him for his walk and he knows he knows the route and I think she might have cut it short a bit <laughs> because it's quite a long walk and you can't blame her but really no I'm not going back yet so when she turned around to return to the house, <laughs> Rooney said, no, I'm not going back yet. <laughs> so she had to continue with the walk. She said, so I couldn't come home because Rooney, Rooney wouldn't. <laughs> so, bad dog, Rooney. Bad dog. Come on. You good boy. Yeah, you are. He's so happy now though. He hasn't got that soulful expression right now. He doesn't when he's on his walk. So, walking past the giant house, which is coming on along in leaps and bounds. Really? I mean, it's going to be nice. If you like, if you like to live in a castle. Looking up, it's just strains the neck. So high. We've got like a 20 foot retaining wall, and then a garden which slopes another probably 40 foot, and then six stories on top of that. It's going to have brilliant views, it's going to be quite something. But there's controversy. As there always is in life, there's controversy with the uh, the owners of that uh, villa that's being constructed and the current president. Now, don't make a big noise as we walk past, please. Like a seated dog, he's waiting for Rooney in the big hell station. Rooney's just having a sniff at a bush. Oh god, here's the little pug. Could you just not bark? I'm walking as fast as I can so that I... Oh, there he goes. So the microphone's further away from the noise of his barking. And, thanks to my three days of walking through the Pyrenees, I'm finding these uh, hills really quite a breeze. And the good thing is I don't have a backpack either, so you know I can just spin up these steep hills now without even getting out of breath. Oh, noisy, noisy truck on the Ronda Road below us. Big drill drilling through a wall to my right. Oh, oh. <laughs> Sorry about this. Well, I'll get past it. The one good thing about living in a community like this is the owners 
have got plenty of spare cash to beautify their houses and keep them, you know, up to scratch. The bad thing is that you're never far away from the noise of construction. That's not true. You know, in the evenings and weekends and things, it's, it's quiet. But during the day, sometimes, you know, a lot of noise. Right, I've got to the top of the, uh, the walk, or the highest point, and I'm looking across to the fire. Yep, there's a layer of brown, reddish smoke hanging over the hills. Let me just see if I can see whether the fire's still burning or not. If I go around this next bend, we shall see. Oh God, yes. Yeah, yeah, it's still burning. <clears throat> oh God, you know, you might have heard when I was talking to Rob that uh, they've evacuated Monte Mayor, which is the mountain, believe it or not, that's the mountain that I was training on only last week. It's, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's not far from us. That's the one I went right to the very top of and went to the, you know, the castle. Anyway, that's the one that's on fire. And um, they've evacuated 600 people and all the homes in the surrounding area. Oh my God, would you believe it? Another machine? This one sounds like a strimmer. Sometimes you get this if you come out this time in the morning. Once we get around the next corner, hopefully we'll get some peace and quiet. I suppose that's, that's the price you pay for modern day living. You know, it's quicker to have your garden done with that noisy equipment. But it's a kind of compound effect, isn't it? I mean, one, one garden being done with a, you know, a strimmer and, you know, leaf blows and everything. Yeah, it makes noise, but it's not, doesn't take so long to do it. But you compound that. 200 houses and <clears throat> you've pretty much got a symphony of garden equipment and construction equipment all going off at the same time. Oh, I'm just being a bit negative, aren't I, Rue? Sorry about that. Um, yeah, so Monte Mayor is on fire. God knows what it's going to look like. I'm going to you know, as soon as I can, go and check it out. But you can't go there at the moment because you know it's a burning inferno. You know, all all these this area that we live in here, all of it is, you know, vulnerable to the same problem. Just one carelessly discarded cigarette butt, and you know everything's so dry, and the whole place is going to go up. Yeah, it's a bit unnerving. We'll have to see. Can you hear Rooney? He's jangling along beside me. Hello, Rooney. <laughs> Lolling around. It's still actually recording. Yeah, yeah, it is. So this is one of those podcasts that, like back in the uh, US, 
doesn't really have a specific reason behind it. It's just one of those kind of like podcasts to shoot the breeze. But um, yeah, on the on the on the subject of the uh, the fire, they they being the authorities who deal with these sorts of things mobilize a lot of planes i've seen about three or four of these planes that can actually you know land on the sea fill their tanks take off again and then dump the uh, seawater that they've just collected onto the fire they've been doing that all day and then there's two or three helicopters that um have big pouches on a long line underneath the helicopter which they can lower into lakes and the sea and whatever and and then they sort of pull a cord and the contents of the pouch uh, drops onto the fire so it's pretty hazardous stuff because you've got to fly into the smoke and the fire to do it when you get a show when you live here because you can see it all can't quite see from our house you know the, the the real sort of heart of the fire but uh, you can see all the to and froing that uh, the planes and the helicopters are doing <coughs> oh that's charming somebody with a very large dog oh god <laughs> made me turn my stomach there there's a left it's a uh, little business right on the road there. Whew, not surprised you didn't pick it up. It's, you don't want to hear that, do you? Sorry, we, we'll move smartly on. Ah, it is gorgeous around here now. Clean, now here you've got clean air, no humidity, no pollution and a very blue sky and uh, well we've got a valley here with uh, the same the same potentially dangerous set of fir trees and pine trees yeah it's pretty good looking And we've got coming up, not that I'm in any way resentful of, you know, our guests and Carol staying with us, but I'm actually quite looking forward to having a few weeks just with Christina and myself at home, get the house back into the way we like it. And you've got to compromise a bit when you've got guests, because some of them, you know, don't have the same OCD that I have when it comes to everything in its place. <laughs> Definitely not Carol. I think she's in every room, on every surface. <laughs> That's okay. And then we've got, well actually we haven't got that long because we've got somebody called Kath Lloyd coming over. I think in oh, about two weeks time. I think she's staying for, is it a week? I don't know. And then we've got, actually then we've got Fiona Hendry coming in early October with her husband. Kath is somebody that we've, you know, who we knew from America, who's now living in England, and uh, Fiona is 
<clears throat> she's a friend from many many years ago um, from Christina's early working career in advertising <clears throat> excuse me she's good fun she's actually she lives in Edinburgh so we've got more guests and that takes us to what, what November and then we're into sort of Thanksgiving and almost Christmas when with any luck Tommy our son Tommy would have got himself a replacement passport because his passport's expired and he is planning on coming out to spend Christmas with us which I am really looking forward to and obviously Maya will be back from college maybe even Josh and uh, actually I think last night Christina asked if Carol would like to come stay for Christmas as well so God knows where we're going to put everybody <clears throat> but that's what it's like at Hotel Stuttard <laughs> in the meantime Christina, Christina and I have a couple of weeks of peace we might even take a little mini break and go up to a place called Vachen that uh, Toby who lives in La Heredia told me about yesterday it's the town that you stay in if you go to the uh, the Atlantic beach area that uh, <clears throat> him and his wife told us about actually that we enjoyed so much that's featured in, in an earlier podcast I think we will do that so yeah life's still pretty exciting and varied and I have to make a decision about whether to go back to the UK for my uh, <laughs> old boy school reunion sounds a bit childish doesn't it but um, <clears throat> it's 40 years since our year entered Harrow and uh, so they're running a sort of a, an event with songs believe it or not Harrow has a sort of a collection of songs <clears throat> that are sung it's been the same songs for the last 200 years but uh, yeah so you go back to the school you go into the uh, <coughs> the main uh, oh god I even forgot the name of it speech room of course yeah speech room which is a kind of like an amphitheater <laughs> that fits in about 900 boys and anyway all the old boys from various different years have been invited to come back sing songs and have dinner and some of my old school buddies are doing that not too many I don't think so I have to figure out whether I'm going to go to that with Christina I have to say my inclination right now is not having been just been to the UK and had to go through all the nonsense of, of you know the passenger locator forms the Covid tests you know the demands to, to isolate when you don't actually have COVID <laughs> again I'm sounding negative sorry what's wrong with me <laughs> I'm not normally like this I think it's just uh, taking its toll so we'll see I might go back we'll leave that one as an open question to be answered over the next week or two 
could be nice to go back and see the old, the old my old school buddies. I wonder what they all look like now. Probably old duffers like me. <laughs> I used to be, I used to have a thick, you know, mass of brown curly hair when I was at school. Which Christina said was the only reason she ever married me. <laughs> That's gone. <laughs> I'm a crazy bald head now, runes. <laughs> There's a little bit of white actually. My hair's gone white, it's not even grey. Round round sort of, you know, the, the rim. <laughs> Doesn't look too good. Anyway. <sighs> but apart from that, still feel like a sprightly youth, Rooney and I. We're aging a little bit. But you know, you have to. Can't stay young forever. Best thing to do is grow gracefully. Keep yourself fit and uh, see how long you keep, you know, mind, nerve and sinew together. Must admit I feel, you know, strong as a horse. That came out wrong. I feel fit anyway. <clears throat> Which my breathing belies. One or two of you have commented that uh, the heavy breathing <laughs> well, yeah, there has been some heavy breathing. One, because I have, I have asthma. And uh, two, because, you know, when you're charging up and down these mountains, you know, you've got to gulp in as much as you can. But it doesn't mean to say, I don't feel fit, because I do. My God, there's a whole load of cars parked up. Oh, yeah, the controversy, I was going to tell you about that. The controversy over this... Uh, new house that's going up, which I'm just coming around the back of now. <clears throat> it's because the people who own this house also have bought the main set of buildings as you come into La Heredia, which they want to turn into a really nice hotel. And uh, the current president of the community, whose voluntary position unpaid, has taken it upon herself to fight tooth and nail every possible item. Hello. Buenas. Come on, Ruth. On the list. So. Oh. There's a lot of builders on that site. Amazing. Um, that guy must have thought I'm nuts because he just came out of the cabin where they have an office, site office. About to sneeze, but it just went away. Um, God, it's quite noisy. Yeah, so they've built uh, the site. They've bought all the buildings as you enter the um, urbanisation, with the intent of turning it into a really nice hotel. The current president, who's called Susanna Roma, doesn't want them to do that. Come on, Ru. Oh. Listen to the radio very loud. Oh, it's painter. Come on, man. He refused to come then. Um, so, yeah, so it, it's an issue, and uh, the owners have already actually been issued with the relevant permits to allow them to build a hotel there. So, 
rather toothless to be fighting them. And uh, God, I'm going to have to walk past that drill again. I should have gone back the other way. Perhaps I'll just pause it so you don't have to listen to that one, one second, if I can. Let's just. All right, we got past it. Um, yeah, they've already got all the permits they need from the uh, council and the town hall and everything, so they can do whatever they want. And uh, this president, Susanna Roma, I, I personally have never had any issues with her, but she seems to have. She seems to polarise the community into, you know, those that, that can't stand her, and those that really don't know much about her. Um, but anyway, so the, the new, the, the AGM that's supposed to be coming up on the 27th of September is the opportunity where a guy called Christian Hendricks has, has put himself forward as an alternative president who's going to negotiate, you know, with the hotel owners on behalf of the community rather than just fight them tooth and nail on every issue and uh, I'm gonna get barked at. How about not barking? Oh good boy, didn't bark. <laughs> First time we've walked past that Alsatian he hasn't barked. Yeah so Christian has asked me to help him with the campaign which I have agreed to do because you know there's a network of people who've asked me to. Oh hang on. Hey Toby, we meet again. <laughs> yeah, must be on the same schedule. Oh. Oh, it's getting nice now, isn't it? With uh, fewer people around and the weather's cooling down a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, August was a strain. Yeah, couldn't move and it was too hot. Yeah. On this hill. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's just getting. It's too light. Hey, stop it. Yeah, it's honestly, it's too long. You know what I mean? Yeah. I know that sounds like a rumbling, but. Well, I. There's a certain amount of light I need in a day. I agree, I agree. Can you stop that? I agree, I think we're in for a bit of a treat in September. Alright, see you. Have a good day. Come on, Runes. Oh! Sorry! God! <laughs> Rooney, you've got. Okay, I'll put you on. Well, I can't put you on the leash because I didn't bring it. <laughs> God, Rooney. Sorry about that. Hello, doggies. You okay? <laughs> I don't let them on because we'll go running. Yeah, I know. I mean, I don't think it's any danger here, not finest, but. Well, maybe as you go around the corner, some people let their. Well, I'm, I'm, it's more worried about coming across a child. Oh. Have you met the lady? Yeah. Have you have you come across the lady with the two um, big Rhodesian Ridgebacks? Have you come across her yet? M Marta, she's called. She's got two really giant dogs. They're beautiful. Well, she's got the same problem that you've got. She's got two really strong dogs, <laughs> but even bigger than these, and she's like all over the place. And, uh, well, I know this looks a bit weird and it can be a death trap sometimes, but for the most part... Well, she, right. she always says, you know, when we're on the back row, she always says, do you mind if I let them off? I said, no, I don't mind at all. Yeah, yeah. And they have great fun, they run up and down, but then she puts them back on the leash yeah. when you come down here. Uh, can I just 
goes on a snail and just bump once, he, once he's off the lead. And he like, can't get him back. He's a pack leader. Yeah. And he ain't. He's a scared <laughs> pack leader. Oh. So he's like on, his, on a trail and he's off. Yeah. So he, oh, well. he was good at one point on his recall, but now because he's not off a lead. He makes the most of it when he is off. Yeah, so oh, I've, well. got I've just got to be careful with them. Yeah. You know, you need to have sort of one discussion and one misunderstanding and then I get denounced the other, do you know what I mean? Yeah, I'm a bit worried about that, yes. Yeah. I could get denounced, I guess. Well, no, because you've not got a dog that's going to go and bother anybody. Well, I should... I, and, and basically, when you call him, he comes back to him, well, that's the difference. He'll come well, back Paul to was saying that over £25... Yeah, it's supposed to be muzzled. supposed to be muzzled. I, I mean, I, I couldn't do that to him. No, I mean, Paul said that to me. In fact, the vet said that to me. So if you do realise it, if they're over 30 kilos, they've got to be muzzled. Uh, yeah, 30 kilos, is it? Yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm not muzzling. I just don't think... I, I know he's not aggressive. Yeah. I know he scares people, but he, he doesn't mm. talk. Yeah. So I just sort of think, well, that's why... I, yeah, that's what I think, yeah. I can't imagine him being muzzled. I think that'd be cool. So. Well, I, yeah, I see, you know, Paul's dog with a muzzle. He's always trying to get it off. You I, know. I, 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 Paul, Paul Paul's dog. I mean, I, I know that's like a different situation. Though. Yeah. But he's so frustrated. Yeah. I mean, he just he needs he needs to run that dog. Yeah, you can see. He's a big dog. Yeah. No, I think our guys are quite. He wants to dominate any dog that. Yeah. He's on. I mean, she actually turned around and they actually. She snapped at him. Yeah. And I was like, oh my god. Trying to jump on top of her and she was doing this. Oh, really? Could have been nasty. I've never seen her do that. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't have said she got a bad bone in her body to do that, but she's defending herself. Yeah. Still. And I said, of course, like. But he's done the same as Rooney, but. Luckily, Rooney just sort of he snaps well, at them. Anyway. He snaps at them, and and uh, yeah, yeah. and uh, because he's off the leash, she can just walk off, you know. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. All right. Well, have a nice day. She is back. Yeah, yeah, she's back. Yeah. So we'll see you around. <laughs> so that was Chris and her two uh, golden retrievers. Oh, you're getting flavour of village life. <laughs> and before that was Toby with his two dogs, Vegas and oh gosh, I always get it. I think it's Lucy. <laughs> so you're getting a little walk around Laharedia, chat with the the community. Yeah, so the community, and I was just trying to explain to you, is in a little bit of turmoil. Now I've been sort of somewhat <laughs> suborned or you know compulsorily uh, put onto this group of people who are trying to launch a campaign to change the president which I, th I think is a good thing uh, not that I've got any argument with the current president but uh, other people do <clears throat> and uh, so anyway we had this upcoming annual general meeting where they were going to have this vote see if uh, people wanted to change the president and what she's done, you know, we always used to say in business school, you know, if you really want to, you know, screw, screw your opponent up, you know, um, ruin their timing. <laughs> so we've been getting all these votes together for the 27th of September. You know, of course, what she's done, she's cancelled the meeting and put it, postponed it till April next year, which I think is hysterical. Uh, it's an old tactic. And so, you know, 
Christian and others absolutely incensed and want to send a letter of complete indignation to the whole community, which I don't think is a very good idea. So I'm advising him against that. I've got a meeting at 10.30 this morning. <laughs> Tell you, all serious stuff. Um, and I'm going to try and restrain him a little bit <laughs> and say, don't do that. Uh, we'll see. <clears throat> we'll see. Anyway, so we're coming back down into the village now. And uh, all, all is quiet down here for the time being. And uh, well, there's a distant sound of machinery. We heard uh, Chris say that uh, we're supposed to have our dogs, if they're over 30 kilos, on a muzzled and on a leash. Well, I haven't got either. <laughs> you're not muzzled, you're not on a leash, Ruth. <laughs> so if this Suzanne Roma sort of takes offence to me, <clears throat> as she has to many others, she could be denouncing, as they call it over here, denouncing me to police for having a dog that's not leashed and unmuzzled. And then I'd be in trouble. But we'll see. We'll see what happens. Perhaps what I'll do is I'll just keep him on the leash around the village a bit. But she, I think she likes dogs though because she's seen him, you know, down by the swimming pool with us and she hasn't said anything. So, you know, we'll keep it that way if we can. He's, he's dawdling. Keep up, Runes. What are you doing? <clears throat> Runes, come on. Here he comes. Here he comes. All right, so we'll move into the close. Well, we're coming around Cat Corner, as I and many others refer to it, because there are always a good collection of cats here, which Rooney has learned to leave alone. One, two, three, four. I only see four this morning. They're all kind of like tawny, rather scruffy looking brownish cats. <coughs> and they sit there because two or three people um, feed them. There. Oh God. I'm just saying, oh God, because I see that they can't. The current presence is parked right there. She, she had some issues. She said that she thought that people were likely to try and vandalize her car. <laughs> I don't know, she's quite the full, the full picnic. <laughs> I know she had a sort of a bit of a confrontation the other day with Christian and denounced him for aggressiveness. <laughs> God, you know, I don't know what I'm getting into here. I hope these people are not all insane. <sighs> I might just back off and say, you know what? Um, Perhaps I, I will make my excuses, as they, they say, in the best traditions of the uh, news of the world. Make my excuses and leave. <laughs> well, anyway, Christina has been already out giving a fitness class to uh, Les, who's uh, the other half of Shira who uh, is getting sort of stretch and sort of general 
range of motion classes from Christina, which is improving his golf. I think I've mentioned it before. Improving his golf no end. His handicap's gone down two or three strokes, I think, which he, he ascribes to Christina's classes, which is good. Well, we're getting back into the, into just close to our house now, so we will sign off. Won't we, Rooney? Oh, he's nowhere near me. <laughs> well, I will sign off. And on behalf of Rooney, who's not here, and myself, I will say thank you for listening to this podcast. <laughs> it was really supposed to be just a test of technology, but we'll see if it's good enough to go out. If it does go out and you do listen to it, really appreciate it. And we'll talk again. We'll talk again soon. Thank you.